Les's League. Hello and welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Sorry, this one is coming out so late at night. I didn't actually get a chance to post anything, I didn't record anything last night. Uh, a lot of study to go on, obviously, getting into that HSC period. I won't have enough time uh, to do certain things and obviously I had to make a sacrifice there and not record anything to come out during the day. I know this has been happening quite a bit, but I'm not doing it on purpose, guys. I'm not just being too lazy and saying, no, nah, I don't want to record tonight or anything like that. I'm just running at a time. I need to make sure I have enough sleep for the next day as well because my sleep pattern's been really, really shockers over the past few weeks. I've been trying to control that, making time for study. It is just an absolute mess, but I don't make excuses for anything. So we're just going to move on. We're going to go through the Kangaroos v England match tomorrow morning. Definitely getting up for that one. It is going to be an absolute cracker. Now, the first thing that I'd be looking for from the Kangaroos is just some consistency and some structure. Less errors is something that they really need to work on going into this game tomorrow morning. Obviously, You've got two very structured halves in this side in Nathan Cleary and then obviously Daly Cherry Evans on the bench. They've sort of set up this team sheet really weirdly. They haven't actually said which position is which or if it's just the squad lineup. They are in order though, so I can get an idea of who is playing where. I'll read out the lineups for you before I go any further with this podcast. So for Australia, James Sedesco is at fullback. Valentine Holmes and Josh Adokar on the wings. Jack White and Latrell Mitchell in the centers. Cameron Munster and Nathan Cleary in the halves. Jake Trevojevic and Tino Fasilamala Aoi in the front row with Ben Hunt at nine. Angus Crichton and Liam Martin in the back row with Isaiah Yo at lock. Daly Cherry Evans, Cameron Murray, Patrick Carrigan and Harry Grant are on the bench. And then in the reserves, Regan Campbell-Gillard and Ruben Cotter. I think that Ruben Cotter will most likely be pushed into this side. But then again, it's such a star-stacked lineup that I don't think there'll be any room for him there. Similar to Regan Campbell-Gillard as well. It's a pretty solid side. So much so that Cameron Murray is currently sitting on the bench for this one. So... Look, still a really stuck side. For the New Zealand Kiwis, we have Joseph Manu at fullback, Rapana and Mulatalo on the wings, Peter Hiku and Chance Nickel Klockstad in the centers, Dill Brown and Jerome Hughes in the halves, Jesse Bromwich and James Fisher Harris in the front row, Brandon Smith at nine. Kenneth Bromwich and Nelson Asofa Solomona in the back row, Joseph Tarpane at lock, Isaiah Papali'i. Kieran Foran, Britton Nakora, and Isaac Liu on the bench. Moses Leota and Dallin Wateni Zalesniak in the reserves for this lineup. So look, from Australia, as I said before, what I'm looking for is a bit of consistency with errors and then also some structure in this side. Nathan Cleary really needs to step up in this one, add a bit of structure to this side, which we know he's capable of. As we said in the review of the last Australian game, What's happening is Nathan Cleary has only just been put into this environment, only just been put into this side, and he hasn't really got the confidence yet. And obviously, that's leading to errors like kicking it out on the full and stuff like that, which is not really in Nathan Cleary's game and not really what we know Nathan Cleary for. Hopefully, over the past few days, he sort of gained that confidence to now go out there and do the job for Australia, add a bit of structure to this side because it is pivotal that they have a bit of structure if they want to win this game against the Kiwis. 
errors, just the way they defend as well. I was watching something that Lee Addison put up, the rugby league coach. If you haven't already followed him yet, I've done a lot of content with him and he's a great, really smart rugby league mind. Been in coaching staffs with the Manly Seagulls and the Penrith Panthers. He sort of put a thing up about Australia's defense and was sort of going through that, a long, lengthy paragraph about the way Australia defends. And I sort of agree with him in the sense that the way we defend, sometimes even the way we attack, it's very individualized. And what I mean by that is, obviously, there's a lot of stars in this side and it's very individualized in the sense that they all want to play well. They all want to be the person that puts the game away. And that's obviously leading to errors because they all have their individual talents. I just think they haven't learned to work as an ensemble yet, which is really, really pivotal, especially going into this game. Because if they make those sort of errors where it's the guy that's trying to do everything for the side and he makes an error, obviously the knock-ons. I think there was 14 errors in the first half or something from the Australian side, similar to the Kiwis as well in their game, in their last game to get into the finals. Both sides are guilty of plenty of errors, which is something they both need to focus on. More so Australia if they want to get over the line here and win this game. They really need to focus on their consistency with errors, finishing sets, uh, and not getting any turnovers. The way Australia have been setting up over the past few games, they've really been going down the side of Cameron Munster, Latrell Mitchell, Josh Carr, and it's been working really well for them. I think they need to use the other side of the park as well with Nathan Cleary, Valentine Holmes, and Jack Whiten because those guys can do a lot of things for you as well. Jack Whiten, very, very clutch in most games. He had a terrific origin game when he was selected. People didn't agree with it, and then he absolutely killed it. He has the ability to break games open, Jack Whiten, and I think that the ball needs to go down his edge a bit more. Same with Nathan Cleary. Another point I have here is that the halfback needs to take more control of their respective side. Nathan Cleary, he needs to take more control of this Australian side. He needs to call the ball more down his side. He had a really good game the other week, but I just think those inconsistencies of obviously kicking it out on the full, things like that, he needs to get out of his game. Now, I'm not saying he has to be pitch perfect. Everyone makes mistakes, but I think the consistency, not making too many errors and not giving New Zealand too much ball because we've seen what New Zealand can do with the ball. We've seen what Joseph Manu can do with the footy in his hands. We've seen what guys like Jordan Rapana can do, what Dylan Brown can do, what Brandon Smith can do. All of these guys... New Zealand have a really deadly side, and if we give them too much ball, that is what's going to lose Australia this game. So obviously, watching with that consistency and structure, that is the main things for Australia. They've got a solid forward pack that have been doing really good things over the past few weeks. Jake Trojevic is really going to help with that defense as well, and Tino setting the tone in this game as well is going to be massive. Obviously, having guys like Patrick Carrigan, Cameron Murray, uh, and Harry Grant who can break the game open on the bench as well. It is a massive upside here for the Australian side. As for the Kiwis, if they want to win this game, if Australia do end up making those errors and being inconsistent as they have been over the past few weeks, not saying Australia have been terrible because they've been winning games 40-0 and and big scorelines. What I am saying, though, is their consistency is an issue. And if they keep making those errors, if they make a large number of errors, it is what's going to win New Zealand the game. New Zealand exploiting those errors, getting quick play the balls for Australia as well. I do want to touch on the way Australia do defend because it is a little bit of an issue. Uh, Obviously, the traditional thing of two defenders or three defenders in a tackle, obviously one at the top, one at the bottom, one around the legs, and then the one around the legs goes back while the two markers get square. Uh, 
the third man tends to go back a bit late, leaves a bit of a hole for obviously the dummy half and other players as well receiving the ball. And it has been exploited a bit. I think Fiji definitely did it to us, even though they got flogged by Australia, with all due respect. Uh, they did exploit that Fiji. They did exploit, uh, obviously, that third man going back. So they need to fix up their defense a little bit to Australia. But their attack and defense has pretty much been spot on. Having guys like Cameron Murray in their side, Jake Trevojevic, has really, really helped them. But I think if they don't fix up this defensive issue or this defensive slip that they do have, obviously New Zealand will exploit that. Guys like Joseph Manu running those holes, he'll run 100 metres to score a try. Joseph Manu, we've seen it before. We've seen the chips and chases. We've seen everything from Joseph Manu. We see what he can do. He can pretty much do everything. Uh, he is going to be a massive threat in this game, a massive threat. The matchup of him and James Tedesco is going to be really interesting. James Tedesco, obviously a full-time fullback, has played there for a few years now. Uh, Joseph Manu really starting to find his feet in the position. It's going to be really interesting, this matchup, and I'm really excited to see it. I think it's going to be a really tight game. I think that Australia do get the win here. Definitely not a big win. I think it's going to be around that 1-12 to 12 mark. If I'm picking a scoreline, I'm probably going to say 36 to 30. I think it's going to be that six-point game. It's going to be really, really close. Maybe a try at the end to seal it. High scoring, but close. Obviously, they've got a lot of stars, so it will be high scoring. I expect it to be high scoring, but I think it's going to be very, very close. So 36-30 is my scoreline. Uh, Australia 1-12. to Anytime try scorers for me, I'm going to go for Josh O'Carr on the wing for Australia. I'm going to take Ronaldo Molotalo. I think that they're really going to use him on that right edge, which they've said that he's playing on in this game. They've got him named on the right side. So I'm taking Ronaldo Molotalo. Uh, any more, anytime try scorers, I'm going to take Cameron Munster. I think he's going to do something amazing in a tight game. Uh, and then I'll take from New Zealand, looking at this side, maybe a Brandon Smith. Uh, 10 meters out, just tumbling over the line there, Brandon Smith. So Joshua O'Carr, Ronaldo Molotalo, and then Brandon Smith and Cameron Munster. Oh,